Hi, Rick. Hey, Gracie. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hear congratulations are in order. They are, yes. <laughs> We've launched our key group. Well, it, that's awesome. It was exciting. So about two weeks ago, um, oh. we, we launched the group. Um, We've uh, got eight new members, and we're looking to grow the group. But uh, it's been a wonderful, uh, a wonderful start. Great. Um, well, so I was wondering if you could talk to me a little bit about what the key group is, um, as opposed to your chief executive group, and kind of where that fits into the ecosystem of your Vistage groups. Absolutely, absolutely. So. As you know, I have two chief executive groups um, that are nearly full, 15, 16 members in each of these groups. And my CEO, business owners, um, have had a need and request to uh, grow and develop their direct reports. And so we talked about that in the fall and I and discussed the uh, what is involved with the key executive group, which I'd like to share with you today. And, um, and they said, Let's do it. So of the uh, initial uh, eight, I've got six from my CEOs and two from other CEO members within Vistage. And um, and we've got a number in, in the pipeline, too. So it's been a, a good, um, good start. If, if I look at, you know, what are the top reasons that uh, CEOs want to grow and develop their their direct reports. Um, oftentimes, we're going to hear people say, "I need to groom my number two. Mm. I need a number two. And then when I either hire or select the person who may be my successor, um, they need they need uh, leadership, growth, and development, just as the CEO does." That's a huge reason why we launched the key group. In some cases, we've got in, uh, members who are PL owners. So they are the heads of a, a business within a holding company. And the CEO of the holding company is in my, my chief executive group. And they would like their general manager or PL owner to, to learn leadership capability in addition to how to. Uh, do, do the operations of the business. So that's a, a big one. A second reason is oftentimes someone's just promoted into the C-suite. Mm -hmm. So it may be someone who uh, retired and another person got promoted in, or you've realized that, you know, it's been great having an accountant, but now we really need a CFO. And so we've hired a CFO. They're new to the company. They're new in the group. And, um, and this is a great opportunity for them to get up to speed quickly, to help with their transitions. A lot of my background is in transition planning and executive coaching. Um, uh, so to help them make a smooth transition and get up to speed more quickly in the new role. I'd say a third one, Gracie, um, it's about growth. And Everyone in my groups, all of my folks, are looking to grow their business. So, as you know, we call our brand is grounded toward growth. Absolutely. And, and, and there's really three components of growth. The first is business growth. And how do we grow our business? What does it mean? The second is organization growth. And what we've realized is if you don't grow the organization, if you don't have a group of direct reports who can take the business and run with it, who can perhaps 
do business development better than you can or can run operations better than you can as a CEO, um, uh, you're not going to grow. And so one of the biggest obstacles to business growth is organization growth. And so we need to be bringing better, more effective, more powerful leaders in to work for us as a CEO. That's what the key group's about. And so in order for me to scale my business, I need to get out of the day-to-day as a CEO, and I need other people who can be involved in the day-to-day and help with that translation between where I as the CEO want to take the company and and the people uh, who work for the company. And that's your direct reports. So scaling the business is probably the third thing. And I'd say the fourth thing, Gracie, is that Vistage has been a powerful experience for them. They've learned a lot. They've grown a lot. They've been exposed to a lot of things they hadn't seen before. And they would like to see that for their people as well. So I'd say those are the four major, major reasons. Second question people have is, so what's in it for me? Why should I join the executive group, right? You know, it's one thing the boss wants me to go, but why should I go? What's, 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 where's the value for me? And I'd say, again, there's probably three or four areas. One is people become a more powerful leader. So it's leadership optimization, being a more effective, being aligned, being proactive. Um, these are, are really key elements of uh, what the key executive group is focused on. Uh, a second area we mentioned, it's the CEO reason as well, is the uh, succession planning. But from a personal perspective, if I'm looking at joining a key group, I want to prepare for that, that next level of leadership. Um, The third area is they, too, want to have a trusted peer group where they can be open and vulnerable, share what they're struggling with, get the knowledge and expertise from other people, and and, and learn and grow. So it's that peer, trusted peer group that people are looking for and find value in. And then... um, uh, and then it's really the the professional development. It's your executive presence. It's confidence. It's being accountable and holding other people accountable. So we work through a lot of those things. I'd say those are the four major items that people get out of a uh, being a key group member. Sure. And in terms of the peer aspect, your groups are non-competing. So it's really... It that is safe space. It is so. Our, our all of our groups are non-competing, um, and and we may have some people in a similar industry, um, sure. but they're not actually competing with one another. We have a lot of GovCon people in the Washington area, and so those folks will be um, may offering similar services, but one may be in the DoD and and agencies, and the other may be in HHS or NOAA. And so it's um, um, it's they're really not competing with one another, um, but can learn from each other. Sure. Yeah. And and the last thing I think I'd say, Gracie, is you know when you look at Vistage overall, we have four core programs, and then we have the trusted advisors. And um, the four core programs are the chief executive group. I have two of those. We've just launched our key group. 
my colleagues, other chairs in the Washington, Baltimore area, uh, have advancing leader programs for preparing people for the C-suite, for the direct report role. And then we have the emerging leader program, which provides 12 core uh, um, leadership and management skills, kind of management 101, um, which uh, Vistage also offers uh, through other chairs here in the area. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, you've got to really look at the whole and it's when you bring the whole together that um, Vistage can offer the most. And it's just exciting for me to have now beyond just the CE group, but also the uh, key executive group. And we can be uh, engaging that next level of the organization. And then I do have a trusted advisors group as well. And these are professional service executives whose clients are typically the small business owner and executive. Great. Yeah. Well, the key group sounds like a wonderful and logical addition to yeah. uh, to your ecosystem. Yes, it is. So congratulations again, Rick. I can't wait to see what what happens next. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Hi, Rick. How are you? Um, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I thought you had to send me a new thing. <laughs> oh. Hi, Rick. How are you? Hey, Gracie. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. Good, good. Good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah. So I hear congratulations are in order. Ah, we launched a key group. Yes. And you were a big part of that. So thank you. Yes. So uh, about two weeks ago, we uh, had our initial launch meeting for our new key executive group. Absolutely. Great. Awesome. Time. Awesome. Yeah. So why did you decide to launch a key group? I know you're very busy. You have, you know, three other groups that you're juggling. So what made you decide to embark on this endeavor? Um, it's really when my members asked for the growth and development for their own people. And part of what I've learned from other Vistage chairs is that there's a... Um, there's a synergy when you start bringing other people from an organization into the Vistage community. And so it's not just the CEO, business owner learning about Vistage. Now it's also their direct reports. And then we have other programs, advancing leader and emerging leader for people further down in the organization. And, and so they start to see and learn similar business models similar leadership models, similar frameworks, and it becomes a much more powerful development and learning experience for the whole organization, not just for the individual. So um, that's why I decided to launch this group um, so that all of my organizations can, can have a deeper learning experience through Vistage. Um, and when I look at, you know, what are the major reasons why my CEOs and other CEOs yeah. do uh, want to have a, uh, their direct reports to de uh, develop their C-suite. Number one, I'd say is succession. They need to have someone who could replace them if needed be, need be, or some are purposely looking to transition out and sell their business. In other cases, people plan to continue to own their business, but they are looking to back away from the day-to-day -day and they want to groom their 
the successor or the person who will be running things on a day-to-day basis. Um, a second reason is uh, someone may have recently been promoted. And so if you've not had a CFO position in the past and you've just hired a new CFO, this is a great opportunity for them to be working with other peers, other C-suite peers in different organizations, but we're all part of this Vistage family. So it can help enormously with their transition and getting up to speed quickly in a new leadership role. I think a third, Gracie, is really important. And it, and our, as you know, our brand is grounded toward growth, right? Absolutely. So when I look at um, um, a core component of all of my members, how do I grow the business? And so scaling becomes really key. And what we've learned is in order to grow the business, which is first and foremost, how do I grow my business? The second question then becomes, how do I grow my organization? Hmm. And, the mo- and the most critical part of growing the organization is those direct reports, is the C-suite. And so as you go from 3 million to 30 million to 300 million, um, the caliber of person that sits around the table, uh, the capability of those people changes dramatically. And mm-hmm. so knowing how and when to make those kinds of transition and shifts and or grow and develop the people you have, and can they really step into those uh, roles as the organization grows. So that's a big part of it. Um, and then the third level of growth is personal personal growth. What is it? Who am I as a leader? How can I become a more powerful, a more effective leader? That's the the third component that our CEOs are looking for uh, in their people. And then, you know, finally, I guess um, our CEOs have found it to be a powerful experience and they're wanting to share that with their, with their uh, direct report colleagues. That makes sense. Um, Well, so what's in it for them? What would the key executives, you know, what are they really getting out of the group? Because they're the ones sitting in the meetings. It's great for the boss to want you to go, but um, what are they really going to get out of being a part of this group? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Absolutely. So I I would say, you know, similar to what, why the CEO wants them to be there. The first thing is really becoming a more effective leader. Uh, to become a more aligned leader with the CEO, with the strategy. A key responsibility for the direct report to the CEO and an increasingly important responsibility as the business grows is to become a strategic thought partner with the CEO, given your respective area, yeah. HR, IT, finance, or P&L, as a general manager and operations person. Um, so you need to be m- more engaged with the creation and execution of the strategy. And guess what? The execution falls to the direct reports. And so it, how do I interpret that strategy and put the structure systems processes in place to make the strategy a reality? That's a lot of what we're talking about as to what they're gonna learn and grow as a member of the key executive group. I'd say the the second reason is just as the CEOs are looking for successors, this key executive group is an opportunity for you to prepare for that next level of leadership. So that's a two-sided coin. They need people to step up, and this is a way for you to grow and become a, 
the next level of leadership in your organization. I'd say the third area, Gracie, is it's what it's about. It's a it's a trusted peer advisory group. So it's being in dialogue with other people who are also struggling with similar issues and being able to have a safe um, um, a safe place that's confidential to wrestle with difficult business as well as personal issues and what it means to be a leader. That's probably the third key benefit people are going to get. It's lonely at the top and it's lonely at the C-suite as well. And so this is a place where you can really really open up and, and have a trusted colleagues. And I'd say the fourth one is uh, more of the professional development. And we get a lot of that through speakers. Um, so how do I, what is ex my executive presence? How do I, how do I show confidence? How can I become more confident? Um, how do I hold myself more accountable? How do I hold other people more accountable? So it's a, kind of that professional development element of being a part of the key executive group. So those are probably the main main benefits I see. Okay, so you've convinced me. So <laughs> I joined the group. Um, what does what does that look like? What is uh, the typical meeting? You know, you mentioned speakers, um, but on a fundamental level, what does that actually mean to be right. part of the group? Great, thank you. Um, so my key executive group meets on the third Tuesday of each month. And it, it, it is in sequence to the other two chief, uh, the chief executive groups. So um, they meet on the third Wednesday and third Thursday. Okay. Um, and the reason that's important is I'll be bringing in seven speakers a year to each of these groups. And we'll be having the same speaker for all three meetings, which enables the the key executives to be hearing and learning from the same speakers that their CEO boss will be learning from as well. Nice. And, and there's some real power in that synergy. So when the, so when the CEO comes back from a Vistage meeting with all these new bright, shiny ideas, yeah. they're not alone. They've got yeah. somebody around the table who can also say to the other to their colleagues, well, yeah, I, I heard the same thing, and here's why it's important. We need to do this. Or, no, I disagree with that stuff, and I don't think it's right for us. So so that's a, a key element. The meeting is all day. Uh, we start at 8 a.m. with uh, meet, greet, and eat. Uh, 8.30, the meeting starts um, promptly at 8.30, and we'll do check-ins. So we will ask each person to take three to three to four minutes, how are you doing personally, how's business, scale of one to 10 for each, and then what are your issues or opportunities that you're really wrestling with today? That's going to be important for the afternoon, which I'll speak about in a moment. Um, after a check-in, which typically takes about an hour, um, we, we will have our speaker, um, and if we don't have an external speaker, we might be using some of the material from our, our executive fellows that Vistage brings in twice a year, or we may have a guest speaker, or we'll do more issue processing. Um, but the speaker goes typically till lunch. Um, these are two, two and a half hour, very engaging workshops um, on topics that our members want to hear about. Um, oftentimes over lunch, 
we'll have a, a visitor, um, we'll have a trusted advisor. So I have a fourth group of trusted advisors. These are professional service executives whose client is the small business owner and CEO and executive, the direct reports. Um, and um, so the trusted advisors will take 10 or 15 minutes, introduce themselves, talk about what services they have to offer. Um, should anyone want to connect with them? Um, after lunch, we go into a host presentation. So every meeting is hosted by a member. We ask them to do a 30 to 40 minute uh, host presentation. Initially, we want to hear more about you. We want to hear who you are, what makes you tick, how did you get to where you are, so we understand who you are as a human being. And say, you know, that's 50 or 60% of the presentation. The other 30 or 40% of the presentation would be about your business. What is your business? What's your P&L, income statement? Who are your key clients? What are the, some of the major issues you're presenting? At the end of the host presentation, it's an ideal time for whoever presented to then put an issue in front of the group because now right. we, we have context, right? Yeah. And um, we'll spend another 30 to 40 minutes working through an issue. Uh, and in our issue processing, the key is not to jump to solutions, but to ask questions about the issue, to give depth and breadth about the issue in a way that um, can help um, the person understand what they're, they're dealing with in ways they, they just didn't understand before. That I don't know what I don't know box gets smaller. Um, ideally, we'll do another issue process that day. Sometimes we use, we use a different methodology where we break, break into groups of uh, two or three to do uh, issue processing. And then we, we usually wrap with, you know, logistics, um, um, key takeaways for the day. And probably most importantly is we end with a social hour. So from four to five is oh, yeah. happy hour. And, um, and that's real important to debrief yeah. the day and spend time with one another. So, so that's, that's what the typical Vistage day looks like. One other element, uh, Gracie, is with my chief executive groups, mm -hmm. that program has 90 minutes a month of one-to-one -one executive coaching built in. What I'll be offering my key executives is that as, as an optional element, um, probably an hour a month. And we will be, um, um, it's more flexible. So they might do it for six months or nine months or 12 months and, not, and then stop. Uh, so it's not a built-in part of the program, but we're going to make it available to those who are in the key executive group. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it sounds, uh, sounds like a great time. So sign me up, Rick. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Take care. Bye.